What's up, everyone? Thank you all for tuning in to another edition of Kicking Out at Two. I'm your host, Dave Rosenbluth, and we're in for some big changes this week in professional wrestling. The current landscape is changing. We have AEW and WWE going head-to-head. By the time this recording drops, we're going to it will be mere hours or maybe even possibly after the first head-to-head battle of AEW's Dynamite and WWE NXT. And to celebrate that, the, the self-proclaimed or the, the critically acclaimed Wednesday Night Wars amongst all wrestling fans. Um, we're going to go back to the first time WWE went head-to-head with WCW on Monday nights on the Monday Night Wars from September 11th, 1995, 24 years ago, just recently passed that anniversary. We're going to recap both Nitro and Raw from that night. It was the first time WWE and WCW went head-to-head. Um, and then we'll talk a little bit about the the, the Wednesday Night Wars with NXT and, and uh, AEW's Dynamite show. Uh, but joining me as always, an individual who I love chatting wrestling with, uh, my good buddy Dennis J. Levy. What's going on, man? Dave, always a pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really looking forward to the show indeed. I did my homework assignment, so watch the two two episodes of the the Raw the Raw and Nitro, and I'm really, really excited for this episode. Now, before we get into the recap, Cap of of both of those um, those shows. Uh, I'm sorry, you're the host of the show. I kind of no 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 no, 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 no. That's okay. No, trust me, it's it's quite all right. Um, before we get into that recap, I wanted to ask you. Um, you grew up in the Monday Night War era. Of course, we yeah. talked about it before. It was probably the most exciting time to be a wrestling fan. It looks like we are on the <clears throat> on the 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 cusp of a big boom period in wrestling. Um, not just with AEW and, and NXT going head to head, but you got SmackDown moving to Fox um, this Friday. Um, you have Impact Wrestling going to AXS TV on Tuesday nights. Um, New Japan's still pretty strong. Ring of Honor, uh, I mean, they're they're in the game, but like they're they're far down the ladder. Um, all this content of wrestling. Um, what is your take of it, having all this wrestling at your fingertips multiple times a week? With, I mean, almost every day there's going to be some f- wrestling show on. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love it. That, 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 uh, like you said, every single day that 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 uh, that, that uh, and on Wednesday you get you get two promotions. And yep. That uh, that uh, I the one thing I don't like, believe it or not, I don't like SmackDown moving to to, to Fridays. That that that, uh, that that for one reason. I remember when originally on Fridays, and like my boys, I was in like my early twenties, and and that that uh, when it went from Thursday to Friday, and uh, I just remember my boys be like, "Dude, it's going drinking and stuff," you know, yeah, yeah. you know, you know, this guy, this trying guy, to get some ass, this, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, "No, nah, gentlemen, I'm gonna stay home and watch wrestling." It's like, you know, <laughs> you, you know, they judge you for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. And the only thing I, I go, I, I just, you know, now I'm the cuffs of being forty. Like I don't give a shit what everyone thinks of me yeah. now. But I'm just saying, I just feel bad for those that like, like like late teen, early twenty guys who are like. Or, or, or that that uh, that that everyone's gonna have to choose, you literally choose between that their passion for wrestling or like you know A going out with the boys. Life, yeah. yeah, that that, that uh, I, I that, 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 like I said I was there and and that 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 uh, that that I didn't care care for that would judge me, but still I'm like, damn, the boys are right now like in, in, you know in downtown New Haven or Hartford or Bridgeport, like 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 you know the painted in town red while I'm here watching fucking Rey Mysterio versus Matt Hardy. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I mean, Fridays traditionally in TV is not a good night for for any programming um, because, like you said, 
you know, 18 to 34 year old males and they, they, they like to go out, they like to socialize, they like to have a good time. The, the, the core demographic of pro wrestling um, itself. And so, but at the same time, I also feel like the way people view television now is a little different than it was, you know, 20, 25 years ago where um, everything is on demand. Everything is streaming. So you can get it just about any time. So you can watch it anytime. You know, my DVR is loaded up so much that like I won't be able to watch everything on the evening that it's on, you know, I'm married, my wife and I, you know, when we do watch TV together, we have shows of our own, she's got shows of her own, so I got to make time for myself, for, you know, from, from time to time to, to watch something that had already previously aired, um, so I think, I think when it comes to Smackdown on Fridays, and we'll touch upon it a little more, um, I don't think that's going to be a big factor, because, um, I think you'll get people that will tune in, but like I don't think it's going to be a I don't think it's going to make a difference good good or bad either way, you know, because people view television so differently. You know, Friday night you may go out to the bar with your buddies and you might have SmackDown on DVR. You come home late Friday night or early Saturday morning before you do what you gotta do and then you watch it, you know. I don't think it's going to suffer that much for it being on a Friday because I think people's television viewing habits are a lot different. Um, especially with the way that the um the, the 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 rating system has changed um in 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 the in recent memory so um with the way they determine who watches what and at what time and shit like that so the nielsen ratings system i guess has recently changed you can ask my brother about that at yeah. work he, he knows all about that shit i'm not going to get into it too much here um but i do want to say that um these episodes of um Raw and Nitro that we're going to recap here from September 11th, 1995. This was a lot of fun going back and watching these. Um, before, Without giving any details, what did you think about just going back watching both of these shows 24 years later? Oh, I really enjoyed it. At the, the, a, I forgot at, at the, that uh, Raw had like their switched their theme song. I was like, what were they thinking? Was, you didn't like that open? No. Okay. Like that slow guitar, like almost a like country-ish. But the video, though, itself. Like, that was, um, it was awesome. Yeah, with but, the but, rooftop. But, but, but the, the, the music didn't match like the ambiance. I, I implore you that, 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 that uh, like, you know, sometimes you put the sound up for the audience. Play that song. It's like, what were they thinking? I don't know. Yeah, I mean. Look at the slow guitar. It sounded like something like out of, like, um, you know, TNN, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I can see what, yeah, I, I can see what you mean there. Um, overall, I, for me, I, I, it was, I didn't get to watch these shows live when they happened. You know, I was young. Um, <clears throat> my parents, you know, I had strict bedtime. Wasn't up late on a school night. If it was a weekend, yeah, I could watch wrestling. But this was Monday night, prime time, so I didn't get to watch these back. Um, then live when it happened, but going back watching it now, there were things that like I forgot about or. There were things I didn't even know happened. You know what I mean? So um, th these were a lot of fun to go back and look at um, and and reflect 24 years later um, head, as we head into this upcoming war between AEW and NXT. Um, let's get into it. Let, let, let's discuss the first show here. Um, why don't we start with Nitro? Okay. Uh, show opens with a helicopter shot. Of the city of Miami, where it's hosting Nitro, uh, we get the pyrotechnics yep. display with Eric Bischoff. He intros the card for the evening. Main events: Hogan and Luger for the WCW title. Scott Norton's going to wrestle Macho Man. I thought um, that was the match of the night. 
Yeah? Yeah, I did. Okay. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. We'll get to that in a yeah. minute. Um, and then we had the debut of Sabu from ECW, which Bischoff uh, called him Samo, or Samo, um, which was kind of funny. Um, and he's alongside Bobby Heenan, Steve Mongo, McMichael. Uh, they have that little backdrop set, the old Nitro set with the diamond plate desk and the, the, the steel girders with the lights and everything. Um, what did you think of the 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 open here with Bischoff, Mongo, and Bobby Heenan as a trio at the desk away from ringside? Because a lot of people associate wrestling commentating with being at ringside. Yeah. What do you think of them away from ringside? Well, that's, I always... Uh, that, that, uh... I can't remember, like, Nitro, specifically, where uh, maybe the later years? Yeah, but, towards like, the, the end, they were at ringside. The early years, and they're always away from the ringside. So yeah. I always associated that style that style of commentating for WCW. Okay. That, 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 um, and it's, it, listen, it's called Spade to Spade. If your commentary is stealing the show, there's something really wrong. So, so you can put them anywhere. You can put them on Planet Mars. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that if your commentating is the reason why people are listening or watching your show or whatever... You have a serious problem. I mean, it should be a contributing factor. Oh, absolutely. It should overtake absolutely. what you're seeing on screen. Like, like yeah. some, some, of, some of my favorite moments have, or like, you know, Vince McMahon and like, you know, Jerry King Lawler or like, you know, you know Bobby the Brain Heenan and like Grill Monsoon and yeah. like, even like WCW. Like, like my favorite guy was Jesse Ventura at WCW. I think he was actually better at WCW WWF. Really? Uh, yeah, really. Wow. I, I liked his commentary. Like, 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 like like at WWF, you always tell like Vince was kind of like always micromanaging those those, those commentators. It, like he was able to do whatever he wants at WCW. Uh, like that, uh, and I really enjoyed that. That that, uh, but that, but but at the end of the day, if that's what the reason why you're, you're watching the show, that wrestling promotion has a serious serious issue. Okay, all right. Um, something noteworthy during this segment, um, Bischoff announces that Vader went AWOL. And he doesn't have the proper paperwork, according to Eric Bischoff, and he won't be a part of Hulk Hogan's War Games team against the Dungeon of Doom at Fall Brawl, which coincidentally would be uh, six days following this event. But the first match out, and this is right up your alley, um, Sabu against Alex Wright. Uh, this was Sabu's WCW debut. What did you think of Sabu's WCW debut against Alex Wright? Hated it. Oh, it was really? It was absolute garbage. Okay. That, 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 uh... That that uh, a hurricanrana ends the match. That that uh, and it wasn't even that great of a hurricanrana. It looks like Alex Wright kicked out, but it was like what even Sabu like the ref like what what just happened here? Yeah. And then of course he puts Alex Wright through the table. Post match. Yeah. That 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 then the, then the decision gets reversed. That that oh Alex Wright was the match. And what made me laugh like hell. Like, like like WCW like like, like where normally went where, where was the match right kind of gets like the the last shot of like either come to the ring or the finishing maneuver oh the replay yeah, the, yeah. So, so what do they show the lasting image is, is Alex Wright that that coming down the ramp so it's like he's the winner guys yay! yeah that was, like yeah. like it, the whole thing didn't make any sense to me okay. I hated it now, I. I that uh, I hated it okay so yeah I mean I know you're a big ECW guy especially Sabu yeah um. Sabu wouldn't be in WCW for very long. Told, that's what I was going to bring up. I don't remember him in WCW. Okay, so he had so he had a brief run. This lasted maybe a month, if that, um, with some sh- with some some shots on Nitro. He actually wrestled uh, the Halloween Havoc pay per view a month later against um, JL, who was Jerry Lynn mm-hmm. under the mask. 
So, um, and he was accompanied by original Sheik at that pay-per-view, his, net, his uncle. Um, but yeah, he was only there for about a month or so, and then he eventually would make it back to ECW. Um, I think there was some a contract dispute and there were, that led to him coming to WCW, and then I don't think he had a full contract with them, and they were just kind of seeing how things would play out, and um, he went... I, I don't think his style at that time would have adapted well to WCW. What do you think... How, how do you think a WCW run for Sabu would have fared had he had stayed? Oh, I don't know. You would have to... Like, you know how, like... Like, um... Like, Glacier, right? He had, like, that... And when he came down, it was like the ring was blue and it was like yep. black around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you always had to do the same thing with Sabu, and that, and that like is like you know special lighting or whatever. Where it's like every match is like hardcore or something. No so rules. So he would have to be like, restricted maybe, to that. Every now and again, barbed wire or something. Yeah. You, you know that that uh, that uh, it just can't be a regular, regular, like a regular wrestling match like he did yeah. with Alex Wright. Okay. That that uh, that's not who he is. How man. long that's gonna last though, especially in WCW? It's one thing if it's in ECW, but how long do you think that would have lasted in WCW? That's a fair question. That that uh, if done right, like. Like, 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 he should have been, like, the special attraction. Don't show him every week. Okay. I would come out, uh, like, like, from time to time. Like, okay. do a run-in, give him a Kindle stick or whatever. And then two weeks later on a Raw or pay-per-view, that, that, that they'll have this hardcore barbed wire match or whatever, you know what Okay. I mean? That, 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 uh, <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you can't have Sabu doing a wrestling match. Like, the, the best spot... Of course, was when he did the chair and Alex Wright moved out and he hit the the, the rail. You the know, the railing I mean? outside. That yeah. was by far the best spot of the match, in my opinion. Okay. That, even right. that table spot sucked. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of you know, it was it, it's watching it back. It seemed like it was a little rushed, like he was trying to get all his shit in. Um, but I thought like Alex Wright did a good job with his part in the match too. They didn't make Alex Wright look like a total jobber. He did it. Yeah. You know, he actually had some offense in and he kind of took it to Sabu for a little bit too, which I thought was interesting. Even though the match wasn't that great, it was better than I expected it to be. I didn't go back and see it, but didn't they mention that Alex Wright beat beat uh, uh, Diamond Dallas, right? Like, like, the, like the last pay-per-view or something. Um, I don't remember. They were making excuses for him. It was like, oh, he was sick or something. I don't know. Maybe. But, but in commentary, I could have sworn okay. that they said Alex Wright beat Diamond Dallas. So they were giving him a push a little bit. Maybe. Well, yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Alex Wright was... Um Alex Wright was was very popular backstage from from, from a number of uh, uh, officials within Turner and uh, WCW. Former promoter Jim Barnett, who is a publicly is a homosexual, he the rumors I've heard over the years is that he had a thing for Wright, and that was one of the reasons why he hired him because he was yeah. a good looking guy. Um, by the way, I don't think Alex Wright was gay. He's just European. No, 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 no. He, he's, he actually he's actually from England. He's not yeah. real really. Really? Yeah, he's not. He pulled German. it off great. Yeah. He talked and everything. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he he was actually from England. Um, I was thought that was funny that 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 uh, I had a buddy from from um, from from England, and that was you know, his his thing. Would go a guy would walk in as kind of flamboyant, be like, "Guaranteed, gentlemen, he's not gay. He's European." That's yeah. all, anyway, that's always a joke. <laughs> so the um, the next we go to commercial, we come back from the break, and Mean Gene's in the ring interviewing Ric Flair for a special interview, and Ric Flair discusses the upcoming. Uh, match with Arn Anderson at Fall Brawl, and then all of a sudden Lex Luger shows up out of nowhere. Um, as Flair's really putting over Luger and his upcoming match with Hogan later in the night yeah. for the title, and Luger tells Flair, "Some things never change, Rick. You are just too much." And then he leaves. I didn't get that. Didn't understand that. I don't know about you, but I was just kind of like, "What was the point of you coming out there?" 
to say that to, to to deliver that one line. I didn't I didn't understand it. I was just very confused. Did Luger forget his lines? Like, what did you think of the situation? I, I actually thought I took it as WCW throwing shit out of a wall, just that, seeing that, if it sticks. Yeah, if, if okay. they exploded. Have it have to have it been part of the Four Horsemen again? That 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 uh, if the if the, the, if the audience didn't didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Have them like, you know be in war games with Hogan and whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Okay. That, that, that I think they were just doing that. That uh, you, you know they had nothing to lose. There's a that uh, they're trying stuff yeah. out. It's a new yeah. show. Exactly. I mean, this was the second official episode of Nitro. They went um, Labor Day the the week before. Unopposed, Raw was Raw was preempted, so it was Nitro just standalone on Monday nights. Um, so yeah, I guess you could say uh, that's a good way of putting it. Maybe just throwing shit at the wall and seeing if it sticks. Um, we then get the announcers hyping the Ric Flair Arn Anderson match at Fall Brawl, and we go back to the ring for Sting taking on VK Wall Street, otherwise known as Irwin Arshister, Mike Rotundo, the father of the fiend Bray Wyatt, for the U.S. Heavyweight Championship. Um, which here, all right. So, nope. before I ask you what you thought of the actual match itself, there's really nothing noteworthy about this match, at least in my opinion, between the two competitors, unfortunately. But the 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 only noteworthy thing regarding this segment was Bischoff's quote when Sting was making his entrance. Bischoff says, in case you're tempted to grab the remote control and check out the competition, don't bother. It's two or three weeks old. Shawn yeah. Michaels beats the big guy with a super kick that wouldn't earn him a green belt at a YMCA. Stay here. It's live. Let's talk about that for a sec, then we'll talk about the actual match. What did you think about the comments made? In a way, it was... It was... Here's the thing. When... 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 when um... Bischoff went heel. I think that would have been perfect for him to do. Right now, he's a face. He's, a, he's just he's just a, an announcer. He's not even yeah, like, it known made, as it like made, the made, president of the company. It made him sound really greasy and yeah. really Grease really desperate. Promoter. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't like it. Okay. But that uh, that um, it, I mean, it was kind of like I said the way he said it too. Yeah. He, you're a face commentator. Yeah. He wouldn't earn a green belt from the YMCA, whatever. Well, he's talking about the other program. He's not even talking yeah. about his own guys. He's talking about the other program. He's, yeah. he's, 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 he's... Maybe he's planting seeds for... Maybe he... Maybe he was that smart and that bright, and we're not giving him enough credit. Maybe he was planting seeds already for the NWO or whatever, but, but, uh, that, 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 uh, that, uh, I just didn't like it. I thought that was in very poor taste. Okay. Now... On the subject of that cheap shot, do you think we'll see any kind of cheap shot from either NXT or AEW when they go head-to-head? Here's the thing. I think... I, I think... It, I, 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 the perfect quote was, like... like I was, I was on... Um, I was just on YouTube watching a video. And they were like, why don't they put The Fiend in Raw on Wednesday? You know? Then, like, just squash him like a little bug, you know? But but then it's like the then, raw on Wednesday with yeah. Bray Wyatt as like the top guy. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. Or whatever you know. I was yep. watching a way with Bride, you know, it's a fiend video. And, yep. and I'm like, yeah, why would they? But then the next guy below him hit the nail right on the head. WWE doesn't want to view them as an equal. If they did that, they would view them as an equal. That's why you got. That's why you got the their quote unquote developed 
developmental talent. It's not even like, a like, developmental territory it's not, anymore. It's yeah. not. Let's be your respect. Yeah. When Adam Cole, baby, is, is, is your... Is, yeah. Your heavyweight uh, champion, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's not that developmental. Yeah. Uh, anyway, then, uh, but, uh, but, but they don't want to view them as an equal. So, so I don't think they're going to say anything. Okay. The, 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 what, 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 what I would do, though, is petty as fuck. But I would, if I'm ADW producers, oh, body shot, body shot, body shot, body shot. I like Kenny Omega said, saying like, like you know, uh, oh, if these guys were on our show, they'd be on the dark matches. Yeah, you know what I mean. The developmental then, guys are not I, real stars. Yeah. It's just a work. Yeah, I, I, I get that. He doesn't really mean just that. trying to get people to watch the, the show. The, 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 who was part? Who was one? Who was one of the, the original elite members of uh, of, of that clique? Adam Cole, come on. The way you're heckling yourself when you say yeah, that. Yeah, that's but, true. But, but, but what I'm trying to get at, He's though, just working everyone to get everyone Do body shot, body shot, body shot, body shot, then maybe finally WWE will, 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 will just say, fuck it. Respond Heckle back. Him. Yeah, respond yeah. back, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that, I, I can see something like that going down. Um, now let's talk about this match. To me, there was really nothing, nothing to write home about. What did you think of Sting and VK Wall Street? The match itself kind of sucked. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was the usual, that, that, uh, stinger splash, you know. I, I wish he did the, I love the, um, oh my god, the Scorpion Deathlock. I always loved the Scorpion Deathlock. Yeah. I was hoping that he finished like that, but a crossbody, it was a good looking one. Yeah, uh, not I bad. Was, I, 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 I was okay with that finish. Yeah. What did you think of the VK Wall Street character? He came out in like a suit with like the little bedazzled dollar sign, like bootleg million dollar man. Like, what, what was your, what was your I don't know. And then, uh, I like him he, he, that uh, he, um, Mike Rotunda, whatever. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, that, that uh, he's a better heel than face. Oh, that's for sure. That that uh, that uh, but I don't know. Yeah. It was just just them trying to like. Uh, Didn't again, do it for you. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to be like a, WWF. A, yeah, a poor yeah. man's overnight shot. Million dollar man, yeah. Or yeah, even poor man's IRS, yeah. yeah. Um, so Sting wins with the crossbody, retaining the U.S. title. Uh, go to commercial break and we return. Um, now, this is where you can tell, at least in hindsight now, when I watch this, you could tell that they're putting all their eggs in the nitro basket because Bischoff comes back from common fr- from commercial and, and hypes up WCW Saturday night, which that was my dose of WCW. When I got to watch wrestling on the weekends, if it was you know superstars or wrestling challenge in the morning and then you had Saturday night in the evening. Um, Bischoff hypes the Saturday night show and he hyped now look at this lineup okay Disco Inferno's debut in WCW will take place on this upcoming episode of Saturday night Max Muscle is set to face the Renegade Big Bubba otherwise known as the Big Boss Man taking on Dave Sullivan and then the featured bout Flying Brian versus Alex Wright. What? Do you, <laughs> all right. Bottom line is, you had to think that that would. After looking at that, that was like, well, damn, that's the end of Saturday night right there. Yeah, that's, that's obviously not. That's obviously not the top priority anymore. Yeah. If you're if you're putting those kind of talents on that show. Well, yeah, Nitro became the A show. Nitro sure. became the A show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like a. It's like they should. Looking back, WCW could have had something. They could have been the first promotion to have two, two like really main shows. They really did drop the ball on that. I never thought about that. If you, that, that uh, if they actually put 
they stacked the, that, that that Saturday Saturday Night card. They could have really had something. Yeah. I didn't think. I never thought about that. Fine. If Hogan doesn't want to wrestle, whatever. Put Sting. Be, or put he's Savage. Or whoever. Yeah. Put Savage. Yeah. Be, 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 be like that. His baby. Yeah. Saturday night, yeah. yeah so good, don't yeah. even have him on Nitro. Yeah. I would be on Saturday night. It's on pay per view. If you think about it, looking back at it, and after, I, I'm a big follower of the 83 Weeks podcast. I love Eric Bischoff. I don't think he gets enough credit for his contributions positively in wrestling. Yeah. I'm a Bischoff guy. Um, if you think about it, those were the early days, the precursor to what WWE has with the brand extension, even though the current brand extension has become a giant clusterfuck with this wild card rule, which is going to end fairly soon with the draft coming up on October 11th. But um, you think about it, they had so much talent under one roof, they could have split both. They could have split them into two rosters. As a matter of fact, in Bischoff's book, the premise behind the, the creation of WCW Thunder was to create two separate rosters. Nitro was going to be an NWO-only show. He wanted to split the brands. He wanted to make NWO its own entity and have its own show. And then Nitro was going to, or Thunder was going to be the WCW show, which the figurehead in the face of that show was allegedly supposed to be Bret Hart when they signed Bret Hart in late 97 after the screw job. So if you think about it, Bischoff, he, he, I wouldn't say he was ahead of his time, but you could theoretically look at that as being a soft version of a brand split. Because you didn't see many of those guys kind of intermingle on Raw and Nitro, or Nitro and uh, Saturday Night, if you think about it. You saw some, but not everyone. Once Nitro hit, not everyone was on the Saturday Night show. You know what I mean? Truth be told, that, that uh, I've I mean I watched a couple of thunders here and there, but I wasn't all in on it. So so I don't. Neither have, was I. I. I don't have that that I I can't really weigh in that that big of an opinion. Yeah. But but if that was his his, his thought, I think it's brilliant. Yeah. Or it, this is what I would have done. That 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 uh, looking back, if I was Bischoff, have Nitro be be where. NWO kicks the shit out of WCW guys. Yeah. But then have Thunder be the exact opposite. Have that like have like one or two NWO guys outnumbered by WCW guys and have them get their ass kicked. Yeah. At the at Bagwell, Bagwell and fucking you know Virgil. Yeah. You know, you know that that uh, that that uh, on on Thunder yeah. getting their ass kicked and like you know then have the NWO kicking the shit out of Rey Mysterio and Sting. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, that's oh, I I like that I, and and that's something I think you we could have seen had they gone in that direction. Um, we go to commercial comeback, and it's Scott Norton going one-on-one with Macho Man, which I found this to be an interesting matchup because um, Norton wasn't seen as, like, a big main event guy. And it looked like they were kind of in the midst of a push with him at this time. Um, he was a big mainstay in New Japan, and WCW had a working relationship with New Japan. Maybe they wanted to build Norton into a top star or a semi-top star in WCW. Um, in the United States at that time. Um, what did you think of Norton and Randy Savage? I really liked this match. Yep. That, that, uh, that, that, uh, like you said, they're, they're putting him over. Like, this is this guy is huge in Japan. And, like, and, like we all knew who was going to win going yeah. in. Come on, it's Macho Man. That, yeah. that, 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 uh, but but uh, the way that... And, and they protected him when, um, you know, um, 
at the Dungeon of Doom. Dungeon of Doom showed up, yeah. Yeah, so they protected him well, and and that that uh, and it was a good what what seven eight minute match. And, yeah, it wasn't and, that long, but it, it was, wasn't that short it, either. It was like a you know like a monster heel that that, that beating up on the face, and, and at the end, Savage. That I don't forget how Savage Savage got 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 one of the one of the Dungeon of Doom members that hit. Earthquake or Shark Man, whatever he is at this time. That yeah, they, he was uh, the shark. Then he fell on Scott Norton somehow. And then Scott was like, no, he got trapped. And of course, and he does the elbow drop. And then Savage it was really pins funny. him with Shark on him, it and the really referee funny. made the count, yep. which is strange because normally that would be a disqualification. Yeah, you would think so, right? So, yeah. That was, that was, that was kind of, the, the finish was kind of funny. It may have looked a little con. I had to rewind it back and be like, yeah. wait a minute, was he. Oh, shit, he was in on the finish. I was like, okay, all right. Um, but yeah, it was a fun little match. I, they, you know what? As much as people have said in in years past, guys in the business in different interviews have said that you know Savage liked to play politics and WCW with Hogan and all those guys. Savage gave a lot to Norton in this match. You know, Norton was able to look like a threat in the time that he had with Savage in the ring with all of his power moves and. Being a big, long-time Randy Savage fan, I mean, Randy Savage was like no other when it came to taking an ass whooping. Yeah. He knew how to get beat up. He knew how to sell. And so he did a great job making Norton look like a, a bigger threat um, going uh, coming out of this match after everything had uh, transpired. Uh, but yeah, I thought the finish was uh, interesting with uh, Shark kind of falling on top of him. Uh, what was his name? It was the Shark, right? He was the Shark, yeah. yeah. He was, unfortunately, he was the Shark. Um and uh, we'll get in. We'll get into that in, uh, uh, at, at, at a later yeah. date for sure. Um, we go to commercial. We come back from the break with our main event as Lex Luger goes one on one with Hulk Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. Luger made that surprise debut on Nitro a week before on the debut. He challenged Hogan. Bing bang boom. We get our main event here for the second episode of Nitro. Um, it was funny on commentary. Bischoff acknowledged Luger's run in the WWF. Um, basically saying that like Luger was like no better than, and this was what I found interesting. He really walked that fine line of like kayfabe and shoot, where he he acknowledged to the hardcore wrestling fan that Luger was a part of the WWF, but then he said that Luger was would, didn't move past mid card status, and in the way that he delivered that line, it was almost like he was like insulting Luger um, which you kind of mentioned it earlier when Bischoff made the comment about Raw being taped um, in the Sting match that it was it was kind of another cheap shot in many ways and you're supposed to be putting this guy over who's wrestling your top guy for the title in the main event I was a little confused by it but um, they did but the week before that, that, that um, you would see like the when they're when it, you, you know after Hogan beats Big Bad Bubba, that that uh, you, you, you know the, the first quote is, "I beat the same guys you beat, yada yada yada. We face the same guys. Now let's get it on." Now there were four that before they even had one match that, that they, were, they, they 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 brought in WWE with or WWF at the time without even saying WWF. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's very... that was like the whole storyline. Yeah. Like, 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 I've been where you've been. Yeah. I've done what you've done. Now I'm here. I want what you have. Exactly. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, it, it, it makes sense and it works, you know. But it was, um, 
from the beginning, it seemed like it seems like an ongoing pattern here as we're discussing this that WCW was really, um, really uh, you know acknowledging the competition and the other the the other side of the the the, the remote control so to speak. But um, this was um, this was a fun main event. I liked it. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I felt like. Um, in certain times during this match, especially during Hogan's comebacks, that the crowd wasn't getting into him as much. That this was like the you know how you know how everyone talks about on all these retrospectives that you know when Hogan went to WCW his act got pretty stale and that's why they turned him heel. I feel like we kind of saw some of that in this in this match with the crowd. They weren't really into him as much as I, you would think. I did the whole that whole time the crowd like it was being mentioned when 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 Luger came. It can't, 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 can't interrupt uh, Ric Flair and whatever. That crowd wasn't hot that night. It really wasn't. No. That, that was a stale crowd. So, so that could be a contributor. The only t- the biggest pop of, of the whole night was, was when, my, at, least, at, least I could, at least I I could remember, was when uh, Flair was done with his promo, and then he does the woo! And, and everyone then, wooed. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I think that was like the biggest pop of the night. That That, that crowd was kind of... What, what was that, Tampa, you said? No, they're in Miami. Oh, uh, Miami? Yeah. That, 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 uh, that was a stale crowd. That really yeah. was. Okay. That, uh, but, um, but, yeah, that, uh, that, uh, you you might have a point, though, that as well. Maybe, maybe it's a stale crowd because they're like, oh, Macho Man, great. Hogan, Hogan yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. whoop doo yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, so maybe that was it, too, that, uh. But uh, but that crowd, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't. You didn't feel the juice in that crowd. That's no, sure. you you make a good point there. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a smaller building too, and it looked pretty full. So I would think that like if you have a full house and a smaller building, it's gonna sound great on TV. But yeah, you might be right. That that was just you know the crowd not really into the show as much. Um, Luger puts Hogan in the. It was a pretty solid back and yeah. forth match, I would say. Um, one guy not really having an advantage over the other um, because I still think they were in like a transition mode with Luger. Is he a good guy? Is he a bad guy? How do we work him into this? And, you know, Hogan was automatically the good guy. He was the number one babyface. So um, you had Luger. The end came when Luger put Hogan in the torture rack. However, Hogan didn't give up. Um, yeah, what a fucking idiot. He had the match won. Yeah. But like Luger, so when Hogan didn't give up, Luger dropped him. Like, He's like, oh, yeah, like he like, didn't give up. No. So why would you drop him? Like I didn't understand that. You keep putting the move on until he gives up. You know what I mean? Um, there's no, there's no unless Hogan grabbed the rope. There was no rope break. There was no ref break. You know what I mean? It made Luger, no sense to me. Yeah, Dave. It was, I, I'm right the there with you. I'm right there with you. Um, then of course Hulk gets you know his his comeback. He hulks up, and yeah. this is where I saw the crowd really not respond to it. Usually when Hogan gets up and he shakes and he does and the guy hits him and he's hulking up and he's fighting it off the crowd gets into it they weren't into this at no, all that, that's a good point they weren't into that at all and usually that's like the big the big pop that he gets yeah. um he gave a he gave luger the big leg drop and he goes for the cover that's when we saw the dungeon of doom run in um and then macho man and sting show up to help hogan and clear house and then we see a shoving match between hogan and luger going into commercial uh, coming back from commercial, Mean Gene's in the ring with Hogan and his friends. Um, and then Hogan starts to question why Luger wasn't attacked by the Dungeon of Doom, which I didn't notice at first until I had to go back and rewind it and be like, yeah, they didn't touch him. I was like, that's interesting. Um, 
Savage, of course, gets involved, and he's curious, and then Sting tries to jump to his defense and, you know, be like, we need a fourth guy. We lost Vader, and they kind of go back and forth, and they don't, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of seeds of dissension here. What did you think of this segment between all four of these guys, and then eventually Hogan deciding that Luger was going to be on his team for the Dungeon of Doom? Against lame. the Dungeon of Doom at Fall Brawl. I thought it was lame as fuck. I really did. Yeah? Absolutely. Where it's like, you know... In, in a perfect world, I, if I was the captain of the team, Hogan, I'd be like, this has got to be unanimous. And then the way Macho Man was was so adamant, I don't want this fucking guy. Yeah. And, and I thought he'd hit the nail on the head. I mean, I feel the same way. I'd rather be short, you know, I'm a waiter, server. I'd rather be short staff than, 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 have, than have somebody I know is going to suck ass or, 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 <laughs> or, or, or just going to be sabotaging. I love work, the you know restaurant I mean? business. That, that, quote in there that's great uh, I, when you <laughs> I gotta carry it. somebody or like or like well, it slows you like, down yeah or, or you gotta look over your back the whole time you know what i mean that yeah it's good it slows you down and, and it's it's like it's like it's like it's like two for, but anyway i said I, I, I was with macho man if i gotta look over my back and i trust a motherfucker this is gonna be a fight yeah, I don't want him on the team. And, and Sting was like, no, man, that's my buddy, blah, 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 blah. And if I was Hogan, I'd, I'd be like, look, Sting, I, I got to vote no on this. Yeah. That, 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 uh, that, 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 that I got to have macho, my man, man, macho man's back. That, 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 he doesn't, Luger, it's nothing against you. It's, it's, it's that, 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 it's, it's everything I have to do with, with my, right, that, that, with macho man. He doesn't trust you. I'm sorry. But, 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 but he's part of this team first. And and he doesn't want you on, so I I, I got a vote. That's a good way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it with the logic there. You know, Hogan's the captain. He should have the you know, like they even gave Jimmy Hart a vote, and he's not even in the match. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was the one that wanted Luger. And ironically enough, um, not to spoil too much, um, but eventually we would see Luger turn on Hogan at Halloween Havoc along with Jimmy Hart. So maybe this was something that was in the works that WCW was planting. From the get-go. I don't know. Or maybe this is just me connecting dots. But, um, yeah, they have the, they, 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 they agree to, to be a team at War Games against the Dungeon of Doom. And then uh, the announcers um, <clears throat> hype up next week's show uh, on Nitro. Johnny B. Bad versus Mr. Wonderful. And then the winner of the Nasty Boys American Males match from the main event will then face the Blue Bloods on next week's episode of Nitro for the tag team titles as they go off the air. Overall, what what did you think of this episode of Nitro? For being like, you know, brand spanking new, second episode in, it wasn't like a total piece of shit, but it wasn't good either. I did, uh, I did, uh, for entertainment value, if like Bob Dave Melster or whatever, Two and a half stars out of five. I would, I would say right dab right in the middle. It was like like none of the matches were shit. None of them were good either. It was an average show. Yeah, yeah. I I, w- I would have to agree with you. I mean, twenty four. I will say this. I didn't watch it live, but I could understand why people thought it was a good show because it was something new and fresh. You know what I mean? It was WCW was in a rebuilding phase and. They had a new show. They had a lot of new guys. Either, even if they were older guys from WWF, they brought in some new talent to their audience, and they 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 featured marquee matchups. It wasn't the standard superstar squash match over in a, a jobber or an enhancement talent. You saw, you know, two superstars going at it. So um, 
it was I could see why people thought that this was a better show than Raw, at least the general consensus from what I've seen online when I've done my research here. But um yeah, this wasn't a it, it was an average show at best, but it at the time I could see why people felt it was important because it was new and it was different. Um all right, let's go on to uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, this episode was actually taped, um, and you brought it up earlier. They had the new theme song. It was the season premiere. They yeah. opened with, like, the rooftop brawl with all the guys. I always thought the rooftop brawl open was cool with the ring on the roof of, the, of Titan Towers and, and the, the helicopter shot. and like yeah, that, I thought that was a... Like the moon? Uh, yeah. That, 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 that's a million-dollar shot. Yeah. But the, the music, though, I'm telling you, I could see, yeah, the music yeah, was very awful. Yeah, like bland, yeah. It's like a, it's like the slow guitar riff, and I'm like, what, what? Yeah, we get we get uh, clips uh, recapping the um, SummerSlam Intercontinental Championship match between Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels, which was a ladder match. So here's my just four thousand dollar question. Okay. That 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 uh, was SummerSlam the night before uh, that that this Raw. Um, was it two weeks? It might have been the night before. But I, I don't remember when they taped. I I don't remember when they taped this exactly. It might have been the night after, or SummerSlam might have been the night before they actually taped this Raw. Raw was preempted the week before on the That's, on the fourth. Anyway, that, 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 there's, there's there's a point for me saying that yeah. that that uh, that that uh, I was gonna bring it up during like when we bring in the matchup. But I bring it up now. Yeah. Shawn Michaels versus versus uh Michael Sid was for the IC title. Yep. If you saw that you know, a week before SummerSlam, you already knew who won the ladder match. Well, you well the- yeah, so this so SummerSlam was SummerSlam took place before they taped this episode of Raw. So it sounds like they taped this episode of Raw the night after or a couple of days later. Sean had already won the belt by then. So I don't think they taped this show before SummerSlam. Right. Uh, it sounded like they used to do stuff like that, but they wouldn't. They wouldn't have a. They they would do a lot of pre tapes, edit post production editing into those shows. So you would see a lot of matches that didn't really have an effect one way or another on the storyline. It would be like a wrestler versus an enhancement guy or a random pairing between two superstars facing each other yeah. that had no interaction in a storyline with each other. You know what I mean? They used to do that a lot. Raw used to tape four weeks. They would go live one week, and they would tape three weeks after in, in one night. And if a pay-per-view fell in that taping schedule or when those shows aired, sometimes you got the last taping that was taped before the pay-per-view airing the day after the pay-per-view and stuff had already happened with certain talents. So then once guys started getting injured and they realized that we can't, they had to switch things up. So this sounds like this show was taped after SummerSlam. All right. At least that's how it came across to me. That was my question. I'm like, sounds like the night before was, was SummerSlam, but now... Uh, the whole thing didn't make any sense to me, but anyway, that that that, that uh, you're making, you're making more, uh, you're making a lot of sense to me now. That uh, anyway, that, that I'm sorry. No, 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 that's okay, that's all right. Um, so we get the opening uh, where they where they recap the Intercontinental Title match and they hype up Sean versus uh, versus uh, Sid for the Intercontinental Title. Um, plus they they show us. Um, Highlights of uh, the British Bulldog who had recently turned on Diesel, um, which was very random, um, as he's going to face off against Razor Ramon. And then, like I said, we get that big helicopter shot with the moon and the, the, the rooftop raw. Um, Vince and uh, the King are uh, 
uh, hyping up the matches for the evening as we get to Razor Ramon and the British Bulldog opening up this episode of Monday Night Raw. This was an interesting matchup with two different styles. I had never seen these two wrestle each other before up until this point. Um, I thought this was a fun match. This was pretty solid with Razor being yeah. the more technical of the two and Bulldog kind of having a, a good combination of speed and power and agility. What did you think of this match? I, I liked the match a lot. The one head scratcher, though, that, that, that I know was the one, two, three kid at him, but common sense dictates that he was going after the British Bulldog. Yep. But he hit Razor Ramon by rules of the WWF and how disqualifications work. Don't you think British Bulldog should have been disqualified? Because, Absolutely, but the ref also didn't see that, too. The ref was also distracted. No, no, no. I'm not talking about when, when Dean Douglas hit him. I'm talking about when one, two, three kid went, 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 went for the ropes and tried to hit the British Bulldog. And he Who did razor. he hit? He hit Razor. Yep. By rules, <clears throat> don't you think British Bulldog should have been disqualified? I really do. I think the By guy, the standard rules, yes. Right. But you also have to remember, too, that when they... When if you were like a partner or a friend of a guy and you hit someone that you didn't intend to hit, the referee never disqualified you. The referee would only disqualify you if you intended to attack or put harm towards the individual that you know what I mean? So it was you you make a great point. Absolutely. I agree with you hundred percent. But um it's something that we still see to this day. You know, guy comes in, he's going to go after someone. The guy yeah. ducks, he hits his buddy or he hits his partner or whatever. Ref doesn't call for it. Um, oh, that's and, a good point, yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, if, if the ref knows that they're buddies or tag team partners, like, you're not going to disqualify, you know, because he knows that you didn't mean to hit this guy, you meant to hit that guy. You but know what? That's fair. But that's at the same time, though, yeah. if you're going into the match, if you're going in to cause some kind of yeah. issue or havoc or whatever... You would think that the referee would just call the bell. Well, you're not even supposed to be in the yeah. match. You're in the ring. Get the fuck out. That's it. I'm ringing the bell. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and then you get those finishes sometimes where you get a guy that comes in, beats them both up. Referee either calls for a double DQ or he says, nope, restarting the match. Like, this guy came in and, you know, he had no affiliation with either or, you know? So, but um, I get what you're saying. I totally get what you're saying. You, you, make, you make a good point. Um. But yeah, Dean Douglas getting involved, one, two, three, kid. There was a lot of commotion, but still, I thought the match was pretty good. Yeah, I liked it. I was entertained for sure. Yeah, um, I like I like Jim Cornette as a, uh, as a, as a heel manager. I love the heel commentating and Jared King Lawler. That that uh, I I I always loved when Jared King Lawler. So it's like I can't wait when a British bulldog makes this guy a human fire hydrant. I just love that <laughs> line. <laughs> but we um we we. we so the DQ DQ finish comes. Bulldog wins by disqualification, um, because uh, kid jumps in and gets involved and goes for the splash and go to commercial and come back and then Vince is in the ring and we're starting to see the 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 progression of the split between yeah. Razor Ramon and the one two three kid. I guess. We know how Razor Ramon and one two three kid came together. Yeah, when kid beat him in that upset. On one of the early episodes of Raw in 93. Now we're seeing a split. <coughs> As a kid, no pun intended, I remember not be, not buying into 1-2-3-Kid being a good bad guy because he was such a good sympathetic figure. Um, now we're starting to see a little bit of an attitude change with him. And 
him and Razor have their differences. What did you think of this segment here with basically the two of them, you know, beefing with each other, which then leading to the two of them, they're going to face on next week's Raw. Yeah, that, 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 uh, I got to say, Vince McMahon was a douchebag. That, 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 uh, that, uh, he was really stirring it yeah, up. He huh? was. He yeah, was. he was talking like, a lot Vince, of shit. Yeah, Vince, you're being a jerk here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, How'd that make you feel? <laughs> anyway, but but uh, but it. But anyway, that that that. Uh, so where are they playing in this? Because I know by Survivor Series that this is September. Yep. So in November, I could tell you that 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 the one two three K was part of the Million Dollar Corporation. Yes. That's that's that, so. Were they playing? Seeds right now of yeah. that turn. Yep. Or or were they? I don't. Oh, they yeah. just. This was you know. the start of it. This was the start of it with Razor and the kid. Um, DiBiase wouldn't come into the picture until later, but this was the beginning of it with Razor and the kid. Um, like I said, I couldn't buy one, two, three. Kid as a bad guy. I thought he was just a really good, good guy. Like he was yeah. very believable in that aspect. I liked him in NWO though. I, I yeah, I give it. Uh, yeah, six. Yeah, he was a little weasel. Yeah. yeah. Then, then as he grew as a performer, I was like, oh yeah, I could definitely see this. Um, but yeah, the uh, that was that was an interesting segment. I thought that was fun. Um, Vince really stood. That was what stood out to me the most is that he was really stirring it up. You know. Yeah, he really was. Was like yeah. what a douchebag. Um, Razor accepted the challenge, yep. and we go to commercial. We come back, and there's a video package uh, advertising Yokozuna and Owen Hart defending the WWF Tag Team titles against Men on a Mission on Raw next week. Oh, the only thing that caught me was I don't a I don't remember this match at all. And then sooner or later, I gotta go. I gotta go back and watch it. Yeah, but like probably two, nothing to write home but, about. But so every now and again, you would get two heel like 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 one on one matches. But yeah, I don't remember ever two heel tag, tag teams. teams before. Yeah, it was very rare that. during that time where you would see like face versus face or heel versus heel. Um, you know, because it's not something. It's 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 hard to get a. It's hard to get a really good reaction from the audience when the audience is split. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It, it has to it has to be the right characters to, to pull that off. Um, we come back, and it's the Smoking Guns taking on Rad Radford and the Brooklyn Brawler. I always was a fan of Rad Radford. Really? Yep. The, 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 uh, you liked him? Yeah, it, he, the, the, and, and it was so sad. He's finally getting a, a, a real solid push in WCW, and then he passed away. Yeah. Was it drugs Luis or something? Piccoli, yeah. That, 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 yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I think it was a drug overdose. That, uh, but, um, but, but I was always a big fan of Sonny and the Bonnie Donnas. And of course, he worked with them a lot. Yeah, but, he uh, did. He had a little brief uh, run as like a Bonnie Donna in training. And, yeah. They were kind of going with like the grunge rock, like you know, typical standard like skater punk, you know, like grunge rock look. Like Nirvana was a big, big influence at that time in 1995. So um, <clears throat> yeah, um, nothing to really write home about. I don't, I didn't understand the teaming with Brooklyn Brawler. Most two jobbers, two heels. Yeah, it made sense. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Good point. Um, the Guns win with their uh, double team second low second rope uh, leg drop. Um, Good looking finish, I think. I think it was called like the Sidewinder or something like that. Um, you know, because they had the whole cowboy yeah. thing going on. Uh, smoking Guns. What did you think of Smoking Guns during this time period? I love gimmick. You know, I like yep. gimmick wrestling. Yep. I like them. Uh, that, that, uh, I think the cowboy were, thing worked for you. Yeah, they're. I think they were maybe missing like a manager, but they're they're, they're definitely something missing something. Maybe because they're baby faces. They, 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 
Yeah, I think I think a heel cowboy would be. Way well, they would eventually get to that point. Um, they weren't like they were heels with Sonny. Yeah, but but I'm talking about like when you watch like Wilder, that type of oh, you heel want, cowboy. Oh, you I want, want like dangerous. down and dirty cowboy. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like 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 um my god I'm choking on pressure. Who was that guy that that um that um that took the Spurs to Brewers by a beef tank? Now that's a heel cowboy. Outlaw Ron Bass. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Now that's a heel cowboy. Okay, interesting, interesting. All right, yeah, I can get behind that. Yeah, I can get behind that. I like that. I, that's a see. Every time I do one of these with you, you always bring something that like is just like it makes me think like wow like I didn't think of that like. Get me thinking. That's why I love you, my man. I don't know. I, I love. No, good, it's no. It's great. I love a good cowboy. Movie. It's a great. Uh, it's a great. It's a great uh, theory and twist on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. They went with the second rope leg drop, that sidewinder, whatever they call it. Um, we get an early vignette of gold dust. The the gold dust. What did you think of this? This scene, it looked like he was on like the Hollywood Hills. You can see like the the skyline of like California behind him. What did you think of it? Spot on. Yeah, I would argue that was the highlight of the raw. Really? And, and, uh, and what, what what I love about it, right off the bat, he does his movie quote. Uh, uh, you, you, I forgot what it, I think it was something. Yeah, you shoot the you shoot the head of the uh, you shoot the head and it, it kills the ghoul or something. And then it was like cut the head off a, the snake and the rest of it just. But no, it was a it was a dawn of the dead quote, and I'm just okay. Like, all, right. And I, all right, and I'm like, and it goes, you know, 1978, and I'm just like. Then he goes on this whole thing, and what I love about it too. At first, it was kind of like a generic, like like uh, like a generic kind of kind of kind of like music. And all of a sudden, it gets a little darker and darker, darker, and then it turns into like the gold dust theme. It was just so perfect. Yeah. I just love it. And that, 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 uh, the way it built. Oh, yeah. So good. Was good. I made goosebumps talking about yeah. it. I thought I'm telling you, I thought that was the highlight of any show. And both, both shows. And it was some good matches. And yep. that, that, like I said, I, I like I, I like Scott Scott, um, Scott Norton versus versus Macho Man. That that the, the, the British Bulldog was Razor Ramon was very entertaining. The main event that that I don't even get to it yet, but uh, Shawn Michaels and uh, that uh, and, and Psycho, uh, Sid. Psycho Sid was very entertaining. Yeah, but the. Uh, that that two minute whatever it was promo oh it was so freaking good you had Hollywood in the background it was just so freaking good I, I that promo was ten out of ten I I was blown away and I mean that that I I just forgot how much I love the original Gold Dust like that first couple months of Gold Dust it was so good it was and and what took me from this. I just love the way it was produced, like you said, the way it built up with the slow, eerie music, and then it like when you hit the crescendo, it was like the the, the beginning of the gold dust music. Um, what I also liked about it was some foreshadowing with the Undertaker. He didn't mention the Undertaker by name, um, but he talked about his creatures of the night, and that he claims that the black evil cloud over the WWF will be sent to the heavens, courtesy of Gold Dust. Um, so right away, they sounded like they had big plans for Gold Dust, um, not just with the presentation of the the way the vignette was produced, because there was it was nothing like we had seen at that time, um, but the fact that he was in many ways calling out Undertaker, like that was to like Undertaker was a big thing back then. Yeah. So like you knew that they had serious plans for him. Um, but yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, 
Go to commercial, come back, and it's Isaac Yankum, DDS, defeating Scott Taylor, who would become Scotty Too Hotty. I don't really think there's... Who's going to squash? I don't think there's anything much to write home about this, but, you know. Actually, there's one thing. Okay. A, the commentating by Jerry King Law was was freaking hilarious. And B, he called the DDT the... The, the DDS. DDS. Yep. That was good. I thought that's, that was that's good. a nice touch. I noticed that too. It, yes. it, it was a shitty look in DDT, but, but but it was a nice touch calling calling the DDS. Yeah. No, it was it was it was definitely good stuff. Um Yeah, but at the same time, like the rest of the match there was it was really nothing to Oh yeah, it's nothing it was, to shake a stick at. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. Um we get a we get Todd Pettengill. Uh that's a name that uh, hasn't been mentioned quite a lot. Um with, he was he was their version of Michael Cole at the time uh, with the In Your House report, and he runs down the card. Um, the main event of that pay-per-view was Diesel and Shawn Michaels against Owen Hart and Yokozuna with all the belts on the line. Diesel was the WWF champ, Shawn was the Intercontinental champ, and y- Yoko and Owen were the tag team champions. This is before there was like 30 belts in WWE like yeah. there is now. Um, <clears throat> but as a kid, I remember, and I say this a lot, um, I remember this being a big deal. Because it was the first time all the belts were on the line in one match. Well, what did you think of um, the, the the triple header um, winner take all tag match? I I the loved, concept itself. Uh, the concept was awesome. The way they implemented, it, I hated it. They okay. they, 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 they pussied out. At the, of course, at the at the event, the British Bulldog it switches with Owen Hart and and the, then they the, do a dusty finish Owen shows up yeah, and Owen takes the pin for it takes the pin and then next <laughs> night on Raw we find out no 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 they didn't win the titles yep. that, that, that. Jerry King Law like, though they uh, like I said I love Jerry I, I never believe it or not Jerry King Law the wrestler well, I liked him but I didn't love him uh, but Jerry King Law the commentator I fucking love he's one he He's in my top three all time. But anyway, that that, that, that next night after the in your house, he goes, he goes, he goes, he goes. The tag team titles were twenty four hours. Once was one in the ring, and next was one in the boardroom. And I just love that 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 uh, that, that uh, he had um, Clarence Mason. That, that that Jim Cornette had Clarence Mason with uh, Grill Monsoon, and they showed like a like a little video of them two, like, like again the decision reversed by Grill Monsoon, and so so it's like uh, so so yeah so 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 two dudes with attitudes, one won the but uh, won the um, won the titles in the ring, and Clarence Mason and Jim Cornette won it in the boardroom. Yeah, I just love that. that, quote that by that's Jeff a good Miller. way of put. Yeah, no, that is yep. a, that is a good way of putting it. Um. Yeah, they run the rest of the card down. Uh, but they missed it. They, 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 I tell you what, though, they they did miss it. But because I'm telling you, could 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 they were in those two dudes of attitudes. Yep. I just like that that uh, that promo with, with Diesel, where it's like, oh, at the uh, end, yeah, they're like, we're we're t- we're two chaps with all the straps. I love that. Yeah, no, it was, was good. So, it was, it was, it was really a little good. quote. Yeah, it was yeah. a little quote. He mentions that at the end of the the, the Shawn Michaels Sid match that we'll we'll touch upon, um, in a little bit. But yeah, they have the um. They, they, they run down the card even more. Razor Ramon, Dean Douglas, um, British Bulldog, and Bam Bam Bigelow, Savio Vega, and Waylon Mercy, which, a.k.a. Dan Spivey, yeah. which was the, really the origins of the first incarnation of Bray Wyatt. Absolutely. That was his it. last match. Yeah. Um, bad knees or something, right? But yeah, he had bad knees and bad back, I heard. Um, and he just wasn't the same in the ring anymore. Um, but And then also Bret Hart and... Jean-Pierre Lafitte, who is now known as uh, PCL, um, 
which their rivalry began all because Jean-Pierre Lafitte stole Bret Hart's jacket. That's right. You believe that stupid shit? That is what it is. But here's the thing. It's one thing if you're in high school and you steal someone's varsity jacket. This is wrestling. You, th- you thought that was good? No. Okay. It, it really pissed me off. That, uh, so SummerSlam, the, the, the pay-per-view in between these, uh, yep. everything, that uh, him and Isaac Yankim ends a disqualification. Yep. No, no definitive, no definitive. Finish. No follow-up on that. Yeah. And then, the, yeah, then, the, the, then he the, goes into a match yeah, with the Pirate. It made no sense. Yeah. No, you make a good point. A lot of things didn't make sense at the time. How'd that be the, the next few? It's 1995. Yeah, I don't know what that was about. I and don't know that, why they that, switched over to yeah. that. That was that was strange. Um, I you know what? To be quite honest with you, part of me feels like they they did that because I believe at the time they were running. Um, they had a big tour in Canada and they were running Quebec and uh, uh, PCO. He's French Canadian. And I think that they were featuring him um, on some of the, the the matches in the live event. And maybe that's why they put him in. I'm just spitballing here. I don't know if that's the truth or not. Um, then we get Shawn Michaels and Sid in our main event for the, uh, the Intercontinental Championship. Um, let me get your take on this match. What did you think? I liked it. I really liked the finish. That they uh I gotta give credit what credit's due. No, normally, when you hear a Sid match, you know, normally you shit on it for obvious reasons because they're shit. Yeah. But but he sold those super cats good. Like like that for that second one, he's like, Ugh. yeah. And then boom, he finished them off. Yeah. It it, it made the the, the it, it took three of them. So 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 it, it was like a believable way if Shawn Michaels in a real fight. And by miracles of miracles, would beat Cycle Sid. That'd be the way. Yeah, you would have to super kick him. Like yeah, to take him times. down more than once with yeah. his finish. Yeah, no, you make great point there. I mean, I like the I like the chemistry between these two. I thought it was a good match, and um, they've always had great matches with each other. Go out of your way if you ever have the chance, if you haven't seen it before, to watch their match at Survivor Series in 1996 when Sid won the belt. Yeah, and beat him. That was good that match. was their best match the two of them had together. I love that match. That's a great match at the end with Jose Lothario where he's on the apron and Sid hits him with the camera and Sean goes to tend to him and then Sid power bombs him and then they go for the finish. Yeah, it was that whole pay-per-view is a really I good would... show, but that's their best match in my opinion. But this match here, 1995, it was still a really good match. Mm. I liked it and it blew off the rivalry that they had, had beginning the night after WrestleMania. If you remember, Sean wrestled Diesel at WrestleMania for the title. And Sean had Diesel beat, and Sid had the referee distracted, and then Diesel eventually would come back and win the match. The next night on Raw, Sean wanted a rematch against Diesel, and he told Sid, next match, next time I wrestle him, you take the night off. I'm going to do this one on my own. Sid didn't like that, and he attacked Sean, powerbombed him three times. That's how they turned Sean babyface, and then it led us to this. So, um... Overall, I thought this was a a, a, a fun match um, between both guys. And then we get to the post-match where Sean and Diesel are talking about their upcoming match with um, with uh, uh, Yokozuna and Owen Hart at the pay-per-view. Um, and that's where Diesel makes that, you know, two chaps with all the straps. I, I, um, I like that. And, and, that, that uh, and also, too, they could have... If they, like, hold on to, like, the titles for longer and then, like, the, the blow-off... A, that tag team that actually beat him 
would have been instant stars. And B, then 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 you have your you you, you can have your Hogan versus Ultimate War two point You know what I mean? Well, I, I think they really missed a mark there. Well, it's funny that you say that. Okay, so a few weeks ago. I was listening to something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard. They covered that in-your-house pay-per-view event with that tag main event with all the belts on the line. The original idea was Sean and Diesel, who were the top two baby faces in WWF at that time, with Bret Hart, I guess you could say, even three. Sean and Diesel were going to have all the belts, okay? And it was going to lead to the two of them facing off with each other, like you said, a la Hogan and Warrior. It was going to be that 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 era's version of it. And Vince didn't like the idea of them having all the belts. That was according to Bruce Pritchard. They, he liked the idea of the match, but they booked themselves into a dilemma. If you're not going to have Sean and Diesel win the belts and have all the belts, but you don't want them losing their singles belts, then how do you do this? And that's when they came up with that idea of that finish with Bulldog substituting only for Owen to um, take the pinfall during the run-in at the end of that match, which, by the way, the reason why that went down also was because Owen Hart's wife was in labor and she was pregnant, and she had the baby the day before, and then he had to fly to the pay-per-view. He was late for the pay-per-view. That's why they did a lot of that too. That's something okay. I read. That's I something. I, that. That's something I read in her book too. Is that he came back for the pay per view late, and that's why they did that finish. They knew he was going to come back late, and they knew you know he was his wife yeah. was giving birth, and so um, yeah, that's why they 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 went that route. But, but didn't uh, he give the straps though? That's the next night on the fucking smoking. They had, but they had to make up for it because people bought that pay-per-view with the idea that there was going to be a guaranteed winner. You were going to see a new champ somewhere. Yeah. And you had to reverse that decision the next night on Raw. You had to make up for it. You know what I but, mean? Okay. Smoking guns? That was what they had at the time. Who else could they have given That's them to? That's what I'm trying to think. Could you have given them to Razor and the one two three kid maybe? That's what I mean. They're throwing something together. Yeah? You I think don't know. Razor, one two three kid at the time, even though they, they had a little beef with each other. Yeah. Still, I guess you could have given them the belts. Maybe have a tournament or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a, that that that's another idea too. That's another yeah. idea too. But um, um, here's what I also I found interesting about this, and I didn't know this happened at that time. This is what I found to be very cool. They closed the show, um, with Vince running down next week's Raw of Yokozuna and Owen Hart against Men on a Mission. Then they show clips of the match, which was already pre-recorded. That was weird. Yeah, okay. One, two, three, kid then, and stuff. same thing with 1-2-3-Kid and Razor Ramon. Now, I was thinking to myself, were they getting a head start because Bischoff announced the results of Nitro earlier in the evening? That's a good point. You know what I mean? Let's get ahead of them. Yeah. If they're going to give away our results, then we're going to be the ones to do it, not them. You know? Or... But they didn't give the results. They didn't give away the results. They gave you a preview of yeah, next week, they, they which you see, which, which you see in other television shows too. Yeah. Stay tuned for scenes from next week's episode of yeah. whatever. You know, I thought that was very cool. I like that touch, and I, I mean, most most wrestling shows are going to be live now. Yeah, but I wouldn't mind seeing that if it was a tape show. It's like stay tuned for next week, as you'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I could get behind that. So overall. Between Raw and... Which, all right, first of all, what did you think of this episode of Raw? 
I liked it. Okay. I liked it. Then, um, so I'll re- I know you're about to say which one you like more. I'll reveal it right now. Like, I do the Dave Meltzer star standard. I'd give that a three. That, that, that slightly above average. That, 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 uh, you got your squash matches, which was, they are what they are. And then you got, and then I thought you got the, the, like the, when you got two stars, you, you know, mat, like the matches between two got reveling guys, they were really good. That, that, like I said, that, um, overall show, I'll give it a three for sure. Okay. Now, 24 years later, which show was better watching it back, Raw or Nitro? See, as, 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 uh, overall, uh, it's, uh, that, uh, I think you gotta, when it comes to Nitro, I think you got to think about it in, th- in, in, three, in three parts. The beginning, the glory, the end. The glory, wow, when you got the Lucha Libre to start the show, then you got the NWO promo, and then you got your main event. I'm talking then, about. I'm talking about this episode. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. That that uh that uh but um oh I don't even think it was fair. That like I said they're throwing shit out the wall. They didn't know what they, they didn't know what they were yet. WWE. This is like what year two or something on Raw. On Raw. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's they're not, established. It's, yeah. it's not a fair fight at this juncture. Raw wins hands yeah. down. Absolutely. Okay. I'm gonna say I enjoyed watching. I enjoyed watching Nitro more, but I thought Raw was the better show, and I, I and I'm gonna go with you and say Raw won at least from yeah. a, a standard. But I, what's that a However, fair fight? Yes and no. You're talking about my my opinion. You're, it's like it's like it's like even if you see a kid that could be a champion, you're not gonna throw that guy against like a veteran, a veteran guy that has like thirty fights. In but him, look what Nitro I mean? put out though. Nitro put out a. a, a Two big stars in the main event for the title. You had another big star in Randy Savage. Sting was on the show. The debut of a new character, Sabu. Someone established like Ric Flair for an interview. Yeah, I mean, they I had mean, a, yeah, you bring up good points. Yeah, a pretty solid show. It yeah. wasn't like they threw a bunch of newcomers out there. Sabu was the only one that was pretty much new. Yeah, you know, to that audience. So I mean, Nitro held its own, but I enjoyed watching Raw better. Um, going back, looking at the ratings history, Raw beat out Nitro by one point. Raw. Got a 2.5 and Nitro got a 2.4. So Raw won the ratings that evening head to head against Monday Nitro. Um, now let's just briefly, we won't get too into this because it's a retro podcast, but we did this little recap of both shows in anticipation for what's to come. Um, AW. Dynamite on TNT, which, by the way, I think that is the dumbest fucking name you could name a wrestling show. You might as well call it Nitro. Hell, you hired Tony Schiavone. Where's fucking Steve McMichael and his Chihuahua? Why don't yeah. we just get? Why don't we get? Why don't we bring back a new version of the Nitro Girls? We'll call them the Dynamite Dolls. You know, what I mean? I think it's a good idea. Fucking a, right? You know what I mean? Like you, you couldn't make this more WCW, in my yeah. opinion, um, when it comes to AEW. Um, what? What are you looking for? All right, bottom line is, what are you looking forward to? All right, so let's... Uh, now I'm kind of all over the place. Let me get back on track here for a second. AEW, by the time people listen to this, it'll be hours away from the big debut, or it might be after the fact, okay? Depending on people's listening habits. Um, so AEW is going to bring us a main event with Jericho and two mystery partners against the Elite, Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. You're going to see Cody against Sammy Guevara. You're going to see Hangman versus Pac. 
Um, MJF against Brandon Cutler. Nyla Rose and Rio. Um, pretty solid outing on paper when you look at AEW. What are you looking more look? What are you looking forward to most from AEW's debut on Dynamite? Full disclosure. Yeah. Not gonna watch it. That 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 uh, ever I've been I've been saying this for for the longest time. You, you said podcast. it recently. Yeah. That 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 Kenny Omega is my favorite wrestler. Yada yada yada. He's currently my second favorite wrestler now. The Fiend has stole my heart. Yeah. That that yada yada yada. But the way Kenny Omega played with my emotions for third year in a row, where it's like I could go here, I could go there, yada yada. If he said I'm going to AEW, Abby's Kenny Omega super fan still. But 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 the way Kenny Omega and just the way the way uh, the way you know what the final shot was where I said I'm not gonna watch this piece of shit. What was the AEW's, uh, uh, the, 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 uh, we talked pre-show. about it. You pre-show said it was like garbage, Royale. yeah. I was fucking done. Yeah. I bought the show. I bought the, th- what, I, I bought it for 30 bucks. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the hot spot or something. Yeah. The, the, uh, for 30 bucks. And I said, fuck it. I, I, I did, I, I, I bought it to support the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And as much as, like, I'm more, I'm more Jim Cornette than the people think. The, 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 when I say I like the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, people are like, oh, then you don't like old school and stuff like that. I'm more Jim Cornette than what people think. But, but, but still, I want to support those guys, you know? But then I saw that fucking Battle Royale, and yeah. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I guarantee, too, that uh, I liked your women's division. But 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 uh, not, they're gonna make Nyla, uh, Nyla Rose the champion. Why? Because they're gonna say that we got the first transgender, transgender champion. women's champion. They're yeah. not because she's the best or whatever. Yada yada yada. And it's like the only reason why that other girl is gonna be in, be in the women's main event because which that's the same girl Kenya Omega fought all those years ago with the nine year old girl. Rio. But, that, that, yeah. uh, so, so so it's just too cute to see and too. Just, uh, I, I, I think they're trying to send a message with the whole transgender thing. Um, trying to be a little different. I could understand that to agree, but this is, the, I, I, I don't think this is based on. I think this is, I think this is a, a, a PR move with with having a transgender woman as your champion. Absolutely. I don't find anything wrong with it. I just think that they're trying to do something to stand out to be different, and that's one of those things. Well, Don't get me thing. wrong. I accept all kinds of people. You can cut your dick off, grow tits, and do whatever the fuck you want, and, and, and change whatever gender you want to be. I could really care less. It's your life. It's your body. You do whatever you want. Um, but I think it's... I, 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 like I said, I don't think the intentions behind her in this role... For the championship, Nyla Rose come from a good place as a fan on the I outside. Totally agree look, with you. As a fan on the outside looking in, I don't know, and I don't know what their intentions are behind it. But just looking at it, it just screams like a PR move, you know. And that's nothing against her. That's nothing against her gender. That's nothing against her ability in the ring. Even though I watched her recently on that battle royal at All Out, and I was like. She she looked a little sluggish in there. She looked a little unsafe in there. Um, I just wasn't really impressed with her in-ring ability by any means. Okay, That doesn't mean that she's not good. That doesn't mean she won't get better. My first outing watching her, I just wasn't impressed. It, it, didn't, it, did, it didn't do it for me. 
you know. But that doesn't mean that she's not going to get better. That doesn't mean that, like, I won't find something I like about her down the line. And it doesn't mean that I have anything against transgender folk. Yeah. Because I don't. Like I said, you could grow a different body part or cut one of them off to be something else. That's your prerogative. That's and and you be you. Do it. Do what you want to do. It's your life. You know. No. No issues with that whatsoever. But it just screams public relations all the way when when you put her in that position that's just me and i hope that there's that i hope that i hope that if they do put the belt on her that they're that it's done in a way that they're trying to spread a message positively to the transgender community i really do i think there's some good intentions there but i don't know personally and on on the surface it doesn't it, it just it doesn't look like that um with that being said, um, one more question regarding AEW, then we'll move on to NXT. Um, and then we'll wrap things up. Who do you think Jericho picks as the, uh, the, the partners for the six-man, if it hasn't already been announced? That's a good question, because all the heels, Pac has a match. Um, I forgot who it was. Um, Who's that? Who and that that that? Uh, I'm trying to think. Who's who's that guy that hangs out with Cody all the time? He's an awesome. Keyboard. MJF. Yeah, he he has the match. You said so. so um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they're gonna have. Um, they they said according according to this is um, this was I think um Cody that that are and they're reference to a fan that that he goes says so a fan goes that's all you got. He goes, dude, we only are feel 40% of our roster. Yeah. So, so, so my, my head is, is going to have to be a, it's going to have to be a debut. Maybe it could be um the LAX guys. I don't Santana know. Santana and Ortiz? Yeah. I feel like that would be too obvious because, number one, they're not involved in the tag team tournament, but at the same time, they they do have a beef with the Young Bucks because their involvement in, in the post-match beatdown at All Out. So it wouldn't surprise me if they did put those two in that role, but at the same time, you also got to remember too, Omega's got a pay-per-view match with Moxley yep. in November. Maybe that's going to be something where Moxley debuts as one of Jericho's partners. I don't know, but he attacked Jericho after Double or Nothing, so I have a feeling if it's a mystery, it's someone new that's coming in. It's not someone who's already been announced as part of the roster. So, um, I just, well, I hope it's not. God, I hope it's not because I fucking hate those guys. This would be, oh. uh, this would be. I'm telling you right now, if it's these fucking guys, who I'm thinking of, if it's them making the grand AEW debut, I'm telling you, I'm officially done before it even starts. Right. If it's Enzo Amore and fucking Cass, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm fucking done with that show. I don't before I, it, it even started. Listen, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think it's going to be them. I really don't. Um, I know that uh, something, uh, something seriously. I know that. I know that. Pro- his, his personal life, Cass. Yeah, he's had some I, issues with yeah. his personal life. I think life. he's actually in, uh, in like a, one of those houses. I, in a rehab center. Yeah, yeah. I know that um, DDP recently um, got in touch with WWE, and WWE has helped him get some kind of professional help. So uh, I don't know if he's going to be. I don't think he'll be there for this. Um, personally, I don't think it's going to be Enzo and Cass. But if 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 Cass was healthier. I wouldn't put it past them either to kind of get a, a reaction. Um, all right, now NXT. That's it, my show. That's your show. That's my and show. I've, and I've loved NXT. Rob having Bray Wyatt the Fiend in, and actually, I, that's actually my pet peeve. I wish the Firefly Fire, when the Firefly Funhouse happens, that's Bray Wyatt. 
when he's when he's in the ring, he's the fiend. He's the fiend. Yeah. It's not Bray Wyatt the fiend. It's not the fiend Bray Wyatt. It should just be the fiend and Bray Wyatt. Anyway, that's my pet peeve. Anyway, okay. right. I just and I just did it myself. But anyway, Raw and NXT. That those are my shows. So NXT, it's already been established on Wednesdays on the network. Now they're on USA. Last two weeks they have been. Um, Killing it. One hour on USA, one hour on the network. They've done some great shows. Killing Last it. two weeks, they've, I've really enjoyed them. Um, they're really going guns blazing all out for this show. No pun intended. Yep. Um, Shayna Baszler, Candice LeRae, women's title, Street Profits, Undisputed Era Tag Team titles, and Adam Cole, Matt Riddle, NXT Heavyweight title. Um, what are you looking forward to most about um, uh, NXT coming up? Adam Cole... By far, is my favorite wrestler in NXT. But the sh- but the match I'm looking forward to the most is going to be Shayna Baszler versus Candice LeRae. I my I I really really believe this. In order of re- wrestlers best on the, on the entire planet, in my opinion, it goes Kenny Omega number one. That that uh, it goes Ina Shirai number two. I want Ina Shirai that 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 Shayna Baszler. For the NXT Championship, I will. I, I mean, not a, not, not, um, not Shannon Basil, Candice LeRae. Right, I want Candice LeRae to win the title, and then to have a huge blow off. Maybe, maybe in a cage match or, or something. That that that, uh, that that the next takeover. I can see that. You know, Shirab, I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that that that, that uh, I'm not saying this because because I'm Mister Mister Woman's Wrestling. I'm saying this because I'm I'm objective. I never said this about any female. Top five, top ten, whatever. Ino Shirai is the top three best wrestler, male or female, on the planet. Wow. That, 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 That's that, a bold that, statement. That, uh, it's not bold. It, she could do anything. I mean, okay. She, she, right. As a face, she does the flippity flips. As yeah. a heel, she does the submissions. You hate her. That, 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 that you hate she's, you. Ch- she's she's done a great job of like of, of changing mean. her style um, that reflects her character, and she's it's made so a great change. Fucking you know. good. Yeah, she's she's been a bright spot. I will say that. Um, I saw her wrestle Shayna Baszler at Takeover Twenty Five back in June, and um, it was a great match. I didn't expect it to be very good. I thought the two styles were going to clash, and it wasn't going to be very good, but it, it, I enjoyed the match. But she's adjusted. To, 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 yeah. You, you could be a broomstick. She will adjust your style. No, she's, you she's done marks. a great job. I mean, that the first week with Candice and Bianca and Mia Yim, like that four-way, like they, I'll say this much. When it comes to the women, NXT's got the better women's division than AEW. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care if, you know... Who you are? I like would. They put, blow. They blow the women's division out of of AEW out of the water. I'm telling you, I'll put them third. I put. I put. I, my one man's opinion. Even though I said Eno Shirai, best woman's wrestler on the planet, and you know, a WWE of course has the biggest and, and but but for what they got. I truly believe the best women's division is, is Impact Wrestling. You, you know I what? really you, believe you, that. You make a good argument there. You make a good argument there. I think, you know, you think Io Shirai is one of the best top three, top five, whatever wrestlers, male, female, currently today. Um, I'll go on to say I think Tessa Blanchard's the best women's wrestler currently right now in the game. Um, she made the best book. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> best booked female wrestler on the planet. She's done a great job. Tessa Blanchard. She's, she's absolutely. She's got that pedigree. Becky Lynch. Becky, you got, you got Becky Lynch or Tessa Blanchard are the best booked female wrestlers. Ah, I mean, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm still sticking with it. I think Tessa's the best. I think you're splitting hairs will be like booked. If, if you want to say talent or whatever, it's always going to be objective. But, 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 like, like book wise, there was a hot second where Becky Lynch was the hottest wrestler. Oh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. She certainly was. Um, and she had a wave. Yeah, she so had a wave of momentum for a while, but like Tessa Blanchard, yeah. I think, is really coming to her own big time. And um, I've enjoyed watching her. That's for sure. Um, all right. You said you weren't going to watch AEW. Yeah. But I have a feeling. I might have to. I'm gonna have a feeling at some point you're going I might to. Have to. I, I know you. It'd be in my DVR. Yeah. If it, I get to, I get to it. If yeah. I don't, I won't be heartbroken. So what? All right. Now. There's been millions of stories about the Monday Night Wars, all the great moments yep. that have taken place. Um, people have been clamoring for wrestling fans have been clamoring for something like this for a long time, having some some solid alternative to WWE. We have all this wrestling programming at our fingertips. This is going to be a huge week that we're undertaking um, in the wrestling in the wrestling world as fans. It's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. What are you most looking forward to with the AEW NXT head-to-head programming battle for rating supremacy? What are you looking forward to most? I would like to see. I, I would. I would, I would like to see if 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 it's going to be as close as everyone's going to make it out to be. That that that. Uh, even if it's a one five versus like a one three, I think NXT is going to win the winning wars. I really do. At least for the first six Couple months. Weeks, or, yeah. Uh, that would be uh, that that uh, it, that that uh, if if it's a one five versus a one AEW, good luck to you, buddy. That 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 uh, you be yourself. Don't even need buddy. Don't even be in competition. I mean it. But if you get like a it's like a one eight or one five or whatever. This could be a lot of fun. Yeah, this could be a lot of fun. Yeah. The, 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 the worst mistake I think WWE could do is is pretend they're competition or equal or whatever. If that moment starts happening, we're gonna have a lot of fun. If they the, pay the, too much attention to what's going on, it's gonna affect their programming. Yeah, just like, and the same could be said for AEW too. But, but I, I actually think like I so. so I don't. I don't believe in coincidences. That uh, for the for the first half of 2019, my God, WWE fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then all of a sudden, I, all of a sudden, it's become an amazing product. Yeah. It's been pretty good, I will say. Since they've since they 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 brought Heyman in as like an executive director for Raw, Bischoff's kind of in charge of SmackDown, and according to the rumors, Vince has kind of stepped back a little bit. Um, as we've had, as we head into this big deal with Fox, with SmackDown, and now with you know AEW and or with NXT being on USA opposing AEW, I feel like things have been a little more tighter um, when it comes to programming on both Raw and SmackDown. There's still some stuff that I scratch my head at, but for the most part, there's a lot more intrigue in recent months than there has been um, for the better part of 2019 when it comes to WWE's main roster programming, I guess you could say. And then we got a draft coming up next yeah. week. And, you know, like I said, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. I will say this. Um, I know I've talked about it. It's a critically acclaimed Wednesday night war. I don't look at it as a war. I look at it as more content as a fan to watch. You know what I mean? I want to see everyone grow and prosper. I want to see the wrestling business stay like this with guys in business and different places guys can go work and, you know, 
in similar fashion to what we saw in the Monday Night Wars. One guy showing up on this show, another guy showing up on that show. And, you know, I want to see some some stuff like that. Um, but I don't want to call it a war because I think we're over that period. I think as fans, it's, you know, what's great about it is, is that you don't have to pick a side. You can watch everything. You know what I mean? You could watch everything. I told my wife, I was like, be prepared. My DVR, our DVR is going to be wrestling filled. So don't erase any of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I go, you can keep all your shows, but you know, I'd like to keep what I have and you know, I'll make time for us. But for the most part, like don't, don't fucking touch my wrestling. She'll watch with me too. And there's stuff that she, she watched NXT the other night with me and she actually was, was, was pretty entertained by it. Um, the last, the last NXT was, that yeah, was uh, phenomenal. Yeah, I, I I like the ending with um, Walter um, attacking Kushida. Oh, I can't um, wait! Yeah. That, that, uh, I, that match is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's, I think that's going to be a really good match. Yeah. I've been really impressed. That's going to be a takeover match. It has to be. I, I would think it would be. Yeah, I'm, I've been really impressed with Walter as a. Um, I've never. I was never experienced. I never had any experience watching him. I've heard stuff about him, yeah. um, but then I watched that that takeover match with Pete Dunne in New York, and I was like, whew. I was like, I was just impressed. Like, I really was. Like, he was, his style impressed me. Um, and I, and then even the match with um, Tyler Bate from the 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 takeover in August, I thought that was really great I stuff hope, too. I just hope one year down the road from now. And I know you, you fancy booking is not your favorite thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but uh, I hope one year down the road from now, Brock Lesnar, believe it or not, and I, Walter, like, I I I want Brock Lesnar to win the title and be like. I beat everybody. Who the fuck do I got next? And I was like, that Walter, yeah. Oh, it'd be so amazing. That would be That would sell itself. That would be interesting. That would sell itself. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something like that at Royal Rumble, maybe. with if Let's say Brock's not the champ, but he's in the Rumble, and then Walter's music hits. Oh, people explode. And they do like a little stare down. Maybe they have some physicality. But yeah, that's just kind of going a little off the beaten path there. But um. This has been a lot of fun, man. Going back down memory lane, as always with you. You made me think about some things I don't normally think about, which is always good. Um, and, you know, it's it's great. It's just a great time to be a wrestling fan. I'm looking forward to everything. Me too. And I, I, I was glad that we got to go back 24 years and kind of reflect on the first head-to-head battle between Raw and Nitro as we get ready for the the newest war that people are... And I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop calling it a war yeah. because it's not a war. It's just Not yet, at least. Not yet. No, for, for me as a fan, it's... It, it's it's more wrestling. It's and exactly. It's, it's a good thing. That's how I look at it. It's more wrestling because there were a lot of years when there was only one game in town after you know WCW was bought out and wrestling wasn't the best at that time. But nonetheless, I think it wraps it up here this week. Uh, next week, you're going to be joining me once again as we go back and we watch Saturday Night's Main Event from November the 14th, 1992. It was the last time WWE produced a major event on Fox. Um, later this week, Fox will um, will will debut SmackDown, uh, and that's supposed to be a big show. Yeah, uh, Kofi Lesnar, yeah, yeah, Kofi and Lesnar for the belt. Um, Shane and Kevin Owens in a ladder match. Um, I, I think that might be Hell in a Cell, yeah. No, that's gonna be some. That's gonna be SmackDown. That okay. was announced for SmackDown, yeah. Um, so there's there are gonna be some big matches on that show. Um, by the time some of you folks listen to this show, maybe it will have already happened, or maybe you'll be, you know, it'll, 
You'll be listening to this before it happened, but whatever. It's a big time. So next week, we're going to kind of celebrate and reflect on the last time WWE was on Fox with that Saturday night's main event watch party. Uh, main event was, uh, there was a big match on that, a few big matches on that show. Shawn Michaels and British Bulldog for the Intercontinental title. Bret Hart versus Papa Shango for the WWF Championship. We saw the Ultimate Maniacs, Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior against Irwin R. Scheister and uh, Million Dollar Man, Money Incorporated. Um, this was, like I said, the last time WWE we had produced a big event on the Fox Network. So we'll go back and watch that on WWE Network next week right here on Kicking Out at 2. And I think it's about that time that we put this show down for the three count. We'll see you all next week.